Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas, the Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. From the gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. All righty, all righty, all righty. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Saturday. The Saturday before you know what. Yes, October 28, 2023, your date, 10282023. That's your date. We come to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, home base, Sports Talk, 1400 AM in Las Vegas, 107.1 FM in Las Vegas as well. And we welcome you to the show on our new start time, just like our weekday start time, now our new weekend start time, 7 AM, of course, about 12 minutes after 7 o'clock right now because of the uh, the news. But right now it's 48 degrees here in Las Vegas. We're going to get up to 74 today with a little wind overnight tonight. Tomorrow we're going to top off at 65. And and then the temperatures, like Monday will be 68. Then we creep into the 70s. By Friday we'll have 77 degrees for the start of the Big Breeders' Cup weekend here in Las Vegas. Always fast, firm, and perfect, however, as you know, in the race books and, of course, where we'll be at the uh, South Point in the big uh, Grand Ballroom for the two-day Breeders' Cup viewing and betting extravaganza. And we welcome all of our listeners worldwide as well on our many different platforms, like our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global, your iPhone, Android, with your KSHP app that you put on so you can hear us now, and, of course, anywhere you get your podcasting. So however, wherever, whenever, welcome to the Race Day Show. We are now getting close. Six days, four hours, 26 minutes and counting until the start of the two-day World Championships, the 40th edition of the Breeders' Cup that will be held at Santa Anita in Southern California, Friday and Saturday. Friday, the two-year-olds, and then Saturday, nine championship divisional races makes up the Breeders' Cup weekend. We'll be doing the seminar, our, our Race Day Las Vegas annual Breeders' Cup seminar annually at the uh, South Point in the Grandview Lounge with uh, handicapper Jonathan Hardoon and in-house handicapper John Lindo going over the races for Saturday, reviewing the races that happened on Friday. You can be with us there at the Grandview Lounge. 
beautiful lounge uh, atmosphere right next to the uh, race book in case you want to make a late bet in the book. And then, of course, the viewing party in the grand ballroom upstairs both uh, Friday and Saturday. Big banquet tables, big betting windows, bank of betting windows, food and beverage, all that good stuff. So we're going to get it all set up and ready to go. So next Friday, we invite you to join us in the seminar at 6 o'clock at the Grandview Lounge. All of this stuff, including parking your car, is free at the uh, South Point. To you, free. How about that? All righty. Well, you know, uh, we're talking about the weather here, and certainly we uh, need to find out the weather in Southern California, specifically in Arcadia, California, where Santa Anita resides. And so today, uh, it's going to be 74 degrees. Tomorrow, you got 79. And for the foreseeable future through Breeders' Cup Saturday, it's going to be nice, perfect in Southern California. Zero percent a chance of rain. The winds will be low in the eight, seven, five mile an hour. It's That's a breeze. That's not even wind. And mostly sunny. For both uh, Friday is going to be partly cloudy, Saturday is going to be partly cloudy, but the sun will be out and it will be great racing conditions at Santa Anita and great racing per se in the Breeders' Cup and all the great Breeders' Cup horses. On today's show, we got Jonathan Hardoon standing by with us. Yeah, since we get early starts on weekends, we got Jonathan now. John Lindo uh, will check in from Southern California. We'll find out about that uh, workout that was uh, delayed yesterday with the White Abario. And I understand, I saw some video on Twitter this morning, Cody's wish is just absolutely bursting. He is, man, he is, he looks great on the track in the morning. And of course, Japan's Yushba Tesaro, the winner of uh, the Dubai Cup, looking good out, uh, beautiful specimen out there on the tra- racetrack. So we'll get the update from John Lindo. Rich Ang will be along with us. Jerry J as well, and of course, uh, Ernie Perry's Woodbine selection, Clocker Picks at uh, Woodbine. And uh, also reminding you that today is closing day, closing day at Keeneland, which means everything's going out the door, mandatory payoffs at Keeneland. They uh, they hit the uh, pick six yesterday at Keeneland, uh, paid 21000 bucks, 21944 to be exact, almost $22,000. The late pick five there. Pay ten grand, ten thousand two sixty six twenty, and uh, leading jockey uh, Tyler Gaffleona had four wins on Thursday, came back with three wins yesterday, so he's just about wrapped it up as far as the jockey standings are. There's not enough races left for anybody else. Brian Hernandez had a couple of wins yesterday, and of course uh, Chad Brown had a nice, nice winner in the uh, Valley View Stakes. The stakes race there with surge capacity got an absolute perfect, great ride by Joel Rosario. Was blocked in the stretch, dropped over to the rail, found room, ran up the rail, and got up in time to win. Surge capacity paid $12.16 to win out running Heavenly Sunday and uh, Bling. And in the uh, the other stakes race of the day, the uh, Myrtlewood, that winner there, you almost had me. No, that's the name of the horse. You almost had me. Had it. Tyler Gaffleone for Brad Cox, $5.86 as the favor. That was Gaffleone's third win of the day, outrunning Hot Beach and uh, Fipper. So we got uh, that good stuff going on at Keeneland. And, of course, uh, we have uh, Aqueduct, etc. 
on today's show and um, talking about uh, the other things happening. Mahoning Valley has the Best of Ohio series of stakes races today at Mahoning Valley. And uh, Horseshoe Indianapolis has uh, four stakes races there for Indies. And uh, Keeneland is going to have uh, three stakes races today, a grade two and uh, two grade, uh, a grade two and a grade three of the three stakes races. Santa Needle pop in with one. Woodbine has two. So uh, we're just getting uh, started on this uh, this weekend show, this Saturday show. So without any further ado, I think we're going to go to our first break. That's what we're going to do because look, we got a lot of show to cover. We got a lot. We we want to know what's happening with the Breeders' Cup horses, don't we? Sure, we do. And we want some winners today. Yeah, our guys are all over it. They're giving us live horses. That's for sure. Uh, John Lindo had a third. Jonathan Hardoon had a third. These horses are all firing. A couple of second place finishes as well. So we'll get started with the show. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Racing is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. Horse players, it's another huge weekend of racing action at Los Alamitos, with our first post set for shortly after the last daytime race at Santa Anita. The stakes action is headed by the Golden State Million Futurity on Sunday night. Top quarter horses from all around the nation will face off in this always exciting race. The fastest qualifier is Train Station V, who starred at Rui Doso Downs in the summer months. And as always, on Sunday night, we'll add 10000 to the Pick 6 pool if there's not a carryover. Plus, Night Racing's Best Bets continue at Los Alamitos, featuring two of Night Racing's Best Bets, the early and late pick fours. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the Breeders' Cup racing action? The Vessels Club is a great table just for you. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. Or enjoy the big day in the fun atmosphere of Burgart Sports Bar. Get ready for sizzling racing weekend action with the Golden State Million on Sunday. Great racing, always at Los Alamitos. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Formula 
Creator from DRF.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the Race Day Las Vegas show. All righty. Back on Race Day Las Vegas. Uh, just a quick look at what happened yesterday at Aqueduct and Santa Anita as well. Aqueduct had three stakes races yesterday. The Chelsea Flower, which was won by Living Magic uh, for uh, trainer Phil Schoenthal, written by Ruben Silva, paying $35.80, outrunning uh, Ozara, Ozara and uh, Gold Lightning, who finished third in that one. The Athena was won by technical analyst, technical analyst Jose Ortiz for Chad Brown, 540 there, outrunning uh, Beauty Cachet and uh, Fluffy Socks. <laughs> and in the uh, $200,000 grade three bold ruler, the winner there was Durante for David Jacobs. Manny Franco's second win of the day paid 440 as the favorite, outrunning High Oak and Twisted Ride. The pick six at Aqueduct paid 80000 plus yesterday. Oh, <laughs> man. So uh, Jose Ortiz had four wins on the day. Uh, Manny Franco had uh, a couple of wins. Those guys chopping up uh, the big A, yesterday at least. And uh, at Santa Anita yesterday, highest priced winner of the day paid $12 even. That was in the uh, third race. Everything else paid less than 10 bucks. Uh, Juan Hernandez uh, back in the saddle had a couple of wins yesterday. Umberto Rispoli had a couple of wins yesterday. And uh, so did uh, Ramon Vasquez. Pick six paid twenty seven hundred and fifty eight bucks. Pretty uh, pretty formful yesterday at Santa Anita. And at Woodbine, uh, clocker Ernie Perry, <laughs> he's getting close. His two uh, clocker picks yesterday both ran second. So we'll wait and see if he can uh, pump it up today. Let's go to the menu of racetracks available today in the race book simulcast centers racetracks around the country. We remind you, first post-entry broadcast on the show each and every day reflect that of the Pacific Time Zone. So if you're here in Las Vegas listening at Sports Talk 1400 AM, 107.1 FM, these will be the first post times rolling out in our race books today. If you're listening anywhere else, however, wherever, whenever, okay, websites, apps, podcasting, whatever, and you're not in the Pacific Time Zone, adjust to it. I don't want you to miss anything like I miss mom and dad, okay? Here's the deal. Here's your menu for this Saturday, the 28th day of October, 2023. We begin with Horseshoe Indianapolis. Horseshoe Indianapolis has eight races for thoroughbreds today and five quarter horses making up the 13-race program. Four of the thoroughbred races are stakes races, and five, all five quarter horses, are stakes races as well. Yeah, that's right. And uh, the uh, thoroughbred stakes races roll out like this. The Indian Stallion is the uh, Indiana Stallion, I should say, is the fifth race. Six furlongs for two-year-old fillies. The $100,000 Crown Ambassador for two-year-olds at six furlongs is the sixth. The Lady Foghorn for two hundred grand is the seventh for three-year-old fillies at a mile and 70 yards. The $250,000 Unreachable Star at a mile and 70 yards for three-year-olds is the eighth race. And then you have all of the quarter horse stakes races. So the first eight races, thoroughbreds, the last five quarter horses, four thoroughbred stakes, five quarter horse stakes, 13 races overall in the first post time of 9 a.m., 9 a.m. at Horseshoe, Indianapolis. Okay? 
Coming up next is Mahoning Valley Best of Ohio Stakes races today at Mahoning Valley. Yeah, Best of Ohio. Five Best of Ohio races. They'll roll out like this. The $100,000 Distaff is the sixth. The $100,000 John W. Galbraith, Galbraith, I should say, is the seventh. The $100,000 Juvenile is the eighth. The $100,000 Sprint is the ninth. And the $100,000 Endurance at a mile and a quarter is the tenth and final. Mahoning Valley's uh, first post time with a carryover. They have a carryover at Mahoning Valley, if I can get to it. There it is. Pick five. Oh, pick five carryover. Wow. How about that? Pick five carryover at Mahoning Valley. Regular pick five, $2,516. Their pick six jackpot carryover is just $649. So you know which, which one you should be betting, right? Mahoning Valley. Ten races, first post time, 9 a.m. at Mahoning Valley. Best of Ohio Day at the races there. Laurel Park has ten races. Their first post time is at 9.25. Full fields at Laurel. Delaware Park has eight races. Their first post time is 9.30. They have a regular pick five carryover at Delaware Park today. $15,050. Regular pick five, $15,050. First post time, 9.30 at Delaware Park. Then you got the uh, Belmont at Aquaric, the Big A. And uh, that meet, the Belmont at Aqueduct meet, coming to an end this uh, weekend. Aqueduct has uh, three stakes races today. The $250,000 grade two Mother Goose at a mile and one eight for three-year-old fillies is the eighth. Seven go to the post here. Six to five favorite there is Zizira with uh, Julian Le Peru. The ninth race is the $135,000 AWOD at a mile and 16th on the inner turf for two-year-olds. Eight go to the post before scratches. Favorite there at 8 to 5 is Spirit Prince with Dylan Davis. And the $300,000 grade 2 49er at a mile for three year olds and up is the 10th. 8 go to the post in that one. 2 to 1 favorite there is Accredit with Ired Ortiz Jr. First post time for the 11 races at the Big A today is at 9.35. 9.35 Big A. It's sunny, 75 degrees, track fast, turf courses are firm. The outer turf course will host races 3, 7, and 11. The inner turf course will have races 6 and 9. All systems are go today at Aqueduct. Again, with a first post time of 9.35. Gulfstream Park is next. Their rainbow pick six jackpot carryover, 15,764. 11 races, first post time 9.50. Keeneland Racecourse, it's closing day. Everything goes out the door. Mandatory on everything today at Keeneland. 10 races, three stakes races. They'll roll out like this. The $200,000 Bowman Mill at six furlongs for two-year-olds will be the sixth. Nine in there. And the five to two lukewarm favorite there is Normandy Hero. Then you have the uh, eighth race, the $300,000 grade three Brian Station. A mile on the turf for three-year-olds. Ten before scratches. Nine to five favorite there is more than looks with uh, John Velasquez aboard. Then the $300,000 grade two Hagard Fayette. At a mile and one-eighth for three-year-olds and up is the ninth race on the card. Fourteen before the scratches. And the favorite there, the morning line favorite, is nine to two. Trademark with Martin Garcia aboard. That's a wide-open event. Ten races today at Keeneland. They have a carryover in the super high five of $6,252. And it all goes out the door today. Mandatory payoffs closing day at Keeneland. First post time is 10 a.m. Woodbine is next. They got a couple of really nice carryovers. Their pick six jackpot carryover, $16,789. Oh. 
Their super high five jackpot carryover at Woodbine today is $260,307. 11 races, a couple of stakes races. They are the $100,000 Frost King at six and a half furlongs for two rolls. That's the eighth race, seven to the post. Before it scratches, Olivia Rose is the 9-5 to five favorite with S. Juan Flores. And then a couple of races later, the 10th race is the $100,000 South Ocean for two-year-old Phillies at six and a half furlongs. Seven in that one. Two-to-one favorite there is Olivia Rose with Kazuchi Kimura. You get it? So Olivia Rose is going to be scratching one of these two. Unless they're going to try something amazing at Woodbine today. 11 races at Woodbine. Again, pick six jackpot carryover, 16,789. Super high five jackpot carryover, 260,307. First post time is 10.15. Sentry Downs is next. They've got 10 races at Sentry Downs today. And uh, their first post time at Sentry Downs with a super high five jackpot carryover, $2,344. is set at 11.45 for their 10 race card. Santa Anita. The site of next week's Breeders' Cup. First post time today at Santa Anita is 1 o'clock. The final race, the ninth on the card, will be the featured $80,000 Lure Stakes. At a mile on the turf for three-year-olds and up. Uh, in this race, there are nine. Expect a scratch, though, of number three, Astronomer. We'll wait and see about that. But the uh, favorite in the race, if Astronomer gets scratched, would be Easter at 3-1 to one with Frankie DeTore aboard. All right, nine races today at Santa Anita. First post time is 1 o'clock this afternoon. All right, then you got Golden Gate Fields. Golden Gate has nine races. The $75,000 Pike Place Dancer Stakes is the fifth and featured at a mile on the turf for two-roll fillies. Six go to the post. Even money favorite to Soho in that six-filly field with Cecil uh, uh, Espinosa. Cecil Espinosa, the rider there. And a first post time for nine races at Golden Gate is at 115, 115 at Golden Gate. Their pick six jackpot carryover is $9,312. First post time, 115 at the gate. Delta Downs has 10 races. They got the, uh, their feature race today is, listen to this, the feature race is the $50,000 Sweet Home Alabama Special. Really? Uh, in that race, the ninth race, six and a half furlongs for three-year-olds and up, a field of eight, and the... Uh, Five to two favorite there is Kelly's the boss. First post time at Delta Downs for 10 races is at 3.15. Charlestown races is next. Pick six jackpot carryover, $6,428. First post time, 4 p.m. at Charlestown. Remington Park has 10 races there. First post time is 5.05. Then we wrap it up in Southern California in Orange County where Los Alamitos has 10 races, three thoroughbreds, two mixed three, five quarter horses. And Los Alamitos tonight. First post time is at 6 p.m. 6 p.m. tonight at Los Alamitos. And that is your Saturday racing menu. Wow, good stuff all over the place. All right, now let's go to uh, Jonathan Ardoon standing by. Jonathan, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? Out of breath. (laughs) (laughs) I could understand why. (laughs) Uh, Anyhow... uh, you know, things are starting to, starting to, you know, build up for the uh, Breeders' Cup next week. You getting ready? You can feel it in the air. Yeah. Yes. Starting to get ready. All right. You got to build it up to a crescendo, a crescendo whatever it is. Yes, that too. <laughs> in, yes. Any, in any case, we know the weather, at least we know the weather is going to be nice in Southern California. And uh, I have heard no um, 
I, did, I haven't seen any tweets or no information or nobody's called me or anybody has said anything about any horses doing bad over that track. Some are doing better than others. I saw some uh, footage of Cody's wish this morning. Boy, that exercise rider had his hands full. This horse is ready to go. Yeah, he is rearing and ready to go. No question about that. And uh, listen, he's one of the top horses in the country. His only question is distance. He obviously didn't want any part of uh, distance races, so they're cutting him back. And uh, that's certainly to his advantage. He won last year's Breeders' Cup. And uh, he's got a pretty good shot of making it two years in a row. Okay. Uh, who's that? Uh, White Barrow? No, Cody's Wish. Cody's Wish, yeah. I was going to say, White Barrow did not... Uh, no, I didn't say you said White Barrow. I never mentioned that horse. I wanted to say White Barrow <laughs> again, that's all. Cody's well, Wish, well, yeah. Well, White Barrow worked out of his mind, they said yesterday. Yeah. I saw the, uh, yeah. on Twitter they were showing the work, and yeah. he galloped out really well. He came back. Certainly doesn't look like a horse that has any problems. You know, he was forced to uh, postpone a few works, yeah. uh, but yeah. he did get it in, and he's in good hands, and if he's ready to go, he will go. Now, I can tell you this. Uh, the reason I find out later after the show, the reason they said that uh, uh, Go Rock and Ride went back to the barn was because he got shod. He got new shoes yesterday, and his feet, they said, were a little tender from uh, from the shoeing for the new uh you know, his Nikes. Yeah, his Nikes. Yeah. He's got a new set of Nikes on. So they're, I guess they're going to go out today and get it done this morning. We'll wait and see uh, from John Lind a little bit later on. Let's hope everything's okay with the horse. Yeah, you don't want tender feet no, uh, no. a week out. I don't think that's good. No. Well, you know, if you walk around tender feet, you're not going to You're not gonna want to <laughs> run. Walk around with a rock in your shoe and yeah. tell me how it feels. Yeah, so. right, right. No question about that. So we'll find out about that. But it seems like all systems are go there. And for the most part, uh, all of the, you know, layers and layers of officials and HISA regulations and veterinarians and all, it, didn't seem, it doesn't seem like anything's out of, out of whack right now or something that, uh, you know, you say to yourself, what? You know, one of those. It, it seems like... Give it a chance. You still got a week. <laughs> Every, a lot's going to happen. This yeah, week. everything. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> okay, well, everything is calm right now. Let's keep it that way. Anyhow, we got closing day at Keeneland, and uh, this is the last weekend we have to say Belmont at Aqueduct, right? Yeah, but an interesting thing happened at Belmont yesterday in the yeah. fifth race. The winner, Boston Day, he wins the race by five and gets DQ. Mm-hmm. And it was a crazy DQ. He beat the gate. The gate actually opened like a split second before the other stores did. I don't understand that, though, personally, Ralph. When a horse is held in the gate, they, they give it you a refund because there was a gate malfunction or the rider wasn't ready or the assistant starter was holding on. Right. So yesterday was a similar situation. Why was that not a refund and why was that a DQ? Because they, they gave an extra explanation about that. If the starting gate opens up because of a malfunction uh, half a second earlier or something, then it has to be declared a non-starter. This horse was leaning back and then lunged forward. He actually pushed the gate open at the same time the guy was sending him out. And so they felt that the horse pushed the gate open uh, half a second earlier. And so he had, a, 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 he had an advantage over the other horses in the race and had to be disqualified. That's, that's, okay. the, that's the explanation they gave. I don't have to like it. But no, I know. <laughs> I know. I mean, I want to know how you could 
figure that out. <laughs> I mean, it was yeah, like a, I mean, you, know, you could see it. You yeah. could see it because if you watch the head on Ortiz is looking around like, what the heck just happened? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it was crazy situation, but every day you find a new way to lose and there's another one. Yep. Yep, uh, and uh, that horse was Bustin Bay, Linda Rice trained, Irad got DQ'd, and so his brother, Jose, got placed up first. <laughs> so. Who's Linda's nephew, so. Yeah, uh, right, so now. there you go. <laughs> let's let's not start a whole bunch of uh, controversy now, but uh, that's, no. that's what he's, and, and, you know, horses do kind of lean back, and then they'll lunge forward, and they'll brush their nose against the gate uh, yeah. a lot of times. But it doesn't push the gate open. I guess he, he. It was just a matter of just a split second. The same thing happening in both instances. So I don't know. Anyhow, you you, you would you, you would think it would happen a lot more often than it does yeah. happen. You know, the jockeys like to time it. I guess to get that perfect. Yeah, start sure. And, uh, yeah. You know, every little edge helps. Okay. Uh, yeah, there are some starting gates. You can hear the. Um, you could hear uh, the. The uh, power going through the top. It's like a magnet. Yeah. Magnetized. You can hear the power going through like a one of those kind of sounds. And uh, some jockeys, uh, you know, can figure that out, too. You know, there's always these little edges that you you never think about. All right. uh, Let's get to work. What are we doing today? Okay, let's look at Belmont, that aqueduct, the sixth race today, a mile on the turf. And by the way, the weather is beautiful. It's in the 70s, so no problem. This will stay on the grass. And I like the number two horse in here. Diamond status. This uh-huh. is a four-year-old filly from the Carlos Martin barn. Rider switch today to Kendrick Carmouche. Uh, I think this jockey's going to fit this horse perfect. I expect this horse to get a great tracking trip in here. She's listed at six to one on the morning line. Number two, Diamond status. So wins today six threes at a, the Big A at, um, at Aquila. Belmont right. at the Big A. Belmont at the Big A. In any case, it's that act. It's Aqueduct. That's the racetrack. Sixth race is the race. And the horse number is two. Diamond status, the two in the sixth race at Aqueduct. Starts out that uh, pick six at Aqueduct as well. The sixth race, the two horse at the big A is Jonathan Hardoon's play. Where are we going next? Let's go to Santa Anita and look at the opener. Six and a half furlongs on the turf. And this race is void of any speed at all. Number five, Satoshi. Kyle Frey aboard for trainer David Hoffman's three career starts, and she's run well in all of them. Again, no pace in here. I think this horse takes him wire to wire. Let's hope Kyle Frey gets, gets aggressive on the front end. Four to one in the morning line, number five, Satoshi wins the opener. All right. First race, one o'clock at first race. We now have a singleton for the early pick five in the first race, the five, Satoshi. The five, in the first race, Jonathan Hardoon's play. Want to remind everybody out there that Jonathan Hardoon has full handicapping sheets for Keeneland, Belmont at Aqueduct, and at Santa Anita today. Where are you going to go to get them, Jonathan? To the website, J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. You have any last comments before you return tomorrow? That's it. See you in the morning. Let's get a couple of winners on for everybody. <laughs> you got it, my man. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Ralphie. All right. Uh, we're going to come back. With uh, Ernie Perry's clocker report at Woodbine, Ernie had a couple of nice, solid second-place finishers yesterday. Let's bump it up one, huh? And, of course, Rich Ang standing by as well. And then, of course, John Lindo and Jerry Jackwood. So don't go away. we got plenty left. The 
racing is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Cup Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. All right, back on race day, Las Vegas. Now we have Ernie Perry's clocker report today for Woodbine. A couple of uh, horses he gives us out, so here we go. His first of two picks today comes in the seventh race at uh, two-year-old Philly Maidens at seven furlongs on the turf. In the seventh race, he likes the five Aspen Dawn. Number five, Aspen Dawn. Ernie Perry's clocker report pick in the seventh said the horse worked 48.60 for Mark Cassie. Has had steady works. He thinks this one is set and ready to go. In the seventh race, the five, Aspen Dawn at Woodbine. Ernie's first pick. And then his second pick comes in the ninth race. And in the ninth race, an optional claiming allowance for three-year-olds and up fillies and mares that a mile on 16th. In the ninth race, he likes the seven, Jab. Number seven, Jab. This horse is 10 to 1 on the morning line. He said, look, the horse worked 59 flat. A very quick workout for this mare, he said. And now she stretches out. He thinks they tighten the screws and ready to go. In the ninth race, he likes the seven jab at Woodbine. So Ernie Perry's picks, clock and report picks at Woodbine. Seventh race, the five. And the ninth race, the seven. Those are Ernie's selections today at Woodbine. Now we're going to go to Rich Ang standing by. Richie, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ralphie. Well, we got uh, some uh, horse racing today. And, oh, yeah, we got some college football, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I had a good uh, Saturday on the radio show. Yeah. Uh, last week, Ralph, they gave out Ohio State. They took care of Penn State. And they gave out uh, Notre Dame. Uh, and so they took care of business. So, uh, yeah, it was nice to go 2-0. Uh, and Well, let's go 4-0. and <laughs> I tell you what, we're going to take two lopsided lines. And we're going to go opposite directions on each one. Okay. Uh, game 132 is Miami of Florida favored by 18 mm-hmm. over Virginia. Now, the angle here is at Virginia. They had lost their first five games. Now they won two in a row, but the game last week was their Super Bowl where they upset uh, undefeated uh, North Carolina. Uh, if anything, that's going to get Miami of Florida's attention, that, meaning that they're not going to overlook their opponent. So uh, Miami of Florida is a much superior football team. So we'll, we'll lay the 18 with 132 Miami of Florida. All right, uh, uh, kind of a wake-up call with the Virginia's play last week. Number one thirty-two, Miami of Florida. Bet number one thirty-two goes at twelve. Goes at twelve. I'm sorry, Ralph. Uh, uh, the second game. Uh, we, you, I'm moving to a different part of my house. Yeah, do that, please. The, se- the second game is one seventy-three. Colorado is plus fifteen points against UCLA. I like. Colorado in the spot. I like Colorado in the spot. Colorado uh, got a bye last week, and uh, I, you know they had that game against Stanford two weeks ago where uh, they had bad business. So I think they recover nicely against uh, UCLA plus uh, fifteen, Colorado. All right, let me uh, because your dog is barking in the background. We'll get right to the picks, and I'll let you go. Uh, 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 the bet number one thirty-two, Miami of Florida. 
Uh, bet number 173, Colorado are your, uh, your picks for um, college uh, football. Now we'll get some picks uh, for you. Uh, we got Keeneland and uh, Santa Anita. And then you can get to the, you can get to the burglar who's breaking through your house. <laughs> yeah, I think. All right, go ahead. The, uh, yeah, the, let's go to a Keeneland race number five. We like the nine horse. Uh, clever thought. Uh, Twenty five win place two for the ROI number nine. Clever thought in the stand. Okay. And then at Santa Anita, a horse that made my uh, horses to watch list is in race five. Number seven, Blue Oasis. Trouble trip last time. Twenty five win place two for the ROI number seven. Blue Oasis in the fifth. All right, Richie. Uh, I will let you go. I will let you go because it's getting crazy over there. We'll let you go. Thanks a lot. All right. Uh, All right. Let's. Uh, let's. I'll give you. I'm gonna. You already have his college football plays. I will recap uh, his um, selections uh, for Keeneland and Santa Anita. Keeneland. Richie in the fifth race likes number nine. Clever thought. The nine in the fifth race at Keeneland, and at Santa Anita. In the fifth race, he likes the seven Blue Oasis. The seven in the fifth race at Santa Anita. Full sheets for both Santa Anita and Keeneland at uh, the RacedayLasVegas.com websites. And we sincerely hope that uh, Richie's going to be okay. In any case, we'll be right back. Horse players, it's another huge weekend of racing action at Los Alamitos, with our first post set for shortly after the last daytime race at Santa Anita. The stakes action is headed by the Golden State Million Futurity on Sunday night. Top quarter horses from all around the nation will face off in this always exciting race. The fastest qualifier is Train Station V, who starred at Rui Doso Downs in the summer months. And as always, on Sunday night, we'll add 10000 to the Pick 6 pool if there's not a carryover. Plus, Night Racing's best bets continue at Los Alamitos, featuring two of Night Racing's best bets, the early and late pick fours. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the Breeders' Cup racing action? The Vessels Club is a great table just for you. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. Or enjoy the big day in the fun atmosphere of Burgart Sports Bar. Get ready for sizzling racing weekend action with the Golden State Million on Sunday. Great racing, always at Los Alamitos. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty, back on Race Day Las Vegas, and now we're going to go out to uh, John Lendo. John, let me ask you, first of all, you're not around any dogs, are you? <laughs> no, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm dog-free right now. <laughs> okay, good. 
All right, uh, update now. I know that Paddington uh, got an infection, so not he's not not only not going in the Breeders' Cup, he's been retired, right? Right, he didn't get on the plane to come out with the other Aiden O'Brien horses, so he is uh, retired. Uh, a couple others uh, yesterday that were withdrawn. Mm-hmm. Pearls and Rubies is out of the, ju- the juvenile turf sprint. Mm-hmm. Johan Brahms is out of the juvenile turf. And Legend of Time is out of the juvenile turf sprint. So some two-year-olds that will not make the dance next week. All right, now there's been action on the track this morning. Extremely busy morning right now. Right now, Tamara under Mike Smith is about to break off for her five furlong work. You've got practical move on the track. Ramon Vasquez aboard him. They're getting ready for their final work before the Breeders' Cup mile. Uh-huh. Uh, this morning we saw the Chosen Brown work 47-2. and two, Look really good on the training track. Wow. Matorius getting ready for the Breeders' Cup turf sprint went for 46 and change. And I don't know if you saw videos from the workouts from Keeneland and, and Churchill Downs, but Arzak, who won the Woodford yeah. at Keeneland, worked and the dogs were on the far outside of the turf course at Keeneland. He worked 34 and 4, and he looks super. So wow. Uh, just yeah, there's there's going to be a the work list is going to be long, <laughs> and everybody you want to see is working today. And uh, for the most part, they're all working as if they are. Uh, the screws are tightened and they're ready to go for their big, big uh, event uh, on the weekend, right? Yeah, if they're not ready by now, they won't yeah. be. At this point, it's all maintenance. But you just want to see them healthy, how, how they look in their coat and their flesh and how they're traveling. Yeah. And, uh, you know, some will jump out more than others, and that's what we're looking for. We, I, I, just, I want to see them out there and have a little bounce and energy to them, you know? Oh, exactly. Yeah, you want you want that, and then you know we're going to see the Japanese horses start to do more and more. They've been out in the morning. Mm-hmm. They come out later in the morning, and I want to see what they look like too. And uh, I understand that Cody's wish has been a handful for the exercise rider. Well, he looked good galloping yesterday. Yeah, I don't huh? know when they're going to breeze him, but uh, you know if <laughs> they could have breezed him yesterday, he wanted to, but uh, he's doing well. Yeah, he uh, he he almost uh, decided to breeze on his own. And he's a big boy. If he wants to do it, it's going to be yeah, tough to stop him. That's for sure. Well, it's a lot of fun getting ready to come on up and be a part of that uh, seminar on Friday night and uh, all of the action, the betting for both Friday and Saturday here at the uh, South Point. Yeah, really looking forward to it. We have the post-position draw about 4.30 Pacific time on Monday. Yep. That'll give us a lot of time to get our final uh, work done, and we'll be ready. And by the time we get together for the seminar with the Breeders' Cup Juvenile and the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies will already be in the books. We'll meet you in line at the uh, office depot to get all those uh, uh, colored pens working, huh? Well, I'd rather meet you where, where Pat McQuiggan would, and that would be the cashier's yeah, line. Yeah, that's correct, at the cashier's line for sure. All righty, well, let's uh, start building a bankroll uh, if we can uh, today. You have a full Lindo report for all of Keeneland on its closing day. And, of course, it's Santa Anita as well. Uh, it's uh, selections in each and every one of their races, plus a suggested late pick four. And, of course, all of the goody information at the bottom. Two full, comprehensive Linda reports available right now only in one place in this gaming capital. It's at the South Point Racebook, and it's free of charge to you, complimentary, because they love horse players and John Lindo's Linda report. John, where are we going first? Let's go to Keelan first. Race number two at Keelan. Number eight, Publius made his debut over at uh, Kentucky Downs. He's a big strapping two-year-old. He looked a little bit lost on that undulating course. Didn't run bad. Uh, my notes were wait till he stretches out on a flat course. Well, he gets two turns at Keelan today. I think he'll love the extra distance. He'll love the flat course. Four to one on the morning line, number eight, Publius, race number two at Keeneland. All right, second race number eight is the key. It's uh, part of that early uh, pick five and the start of the early pick four. So in the second race, we got a singleton, the eight, Publius, the eight, 
Tyler Gaff-Leon, who's wrapped up the uh, jockey title for sure there at uh, Keeneland, is the rider. The eight in the second race at Keeneland. And now we'll go to Santa Anita. Okay, I've been keeping an eye on the works. I don't know if anybody did the fifth race at Santa Anita today. Are we good there? Uh, Richie came with the fifth race through the Barking Dog. Okay, uh, then I will go to, I'll, I'll do the eighth race today. All right. In the eighth race, number eight, T- Tapolo draws the outside post. I thought uh, really ran hard the first time on a fast pace going seven furlongs. The Los Alamitos got a little bit tired. Uh, draws the outside post today. I think a better pace scenario. He can control the race from the start at three to one on the program. Number eight, Tapolo, race number eight at Santa Anita. All right, number eight in the eighth race at Santa Anita is John Lindo's pick on the show. Uh, be unfair uh, for him since Richie went first that if he wanted to give us a pick in the fifth race not to do so so in the fifth race I'll just tell you I'm assuming he would have given us the eight circle of trust yeah I think that Frankie DeTore rides that horse yeah. and he'll, he'll run better today yeah I, I don't want uh, just because somebody else did it that uh, you know you but we like the uh, bonus play as well so in the fifth race the the eight and in the eighth race uh, the eight as well and of course we'll do uh, we'll do a, a Sirocco exacto there in the fifth race the seven eight eight seven uh, full sheets though for Santa Anita and Keeneland right now the Lindo reports at the uh, South Point Racebook. Uh, any workouts that are complete before you let you go uh, Tamara worked five furlongs by herself, looked very good doing it. I don't have a final time, uh, and they just practically moved, just worked in company, finished about a half length in front under under a hold. Uh-huh. He looked very good. Both of those horses doing well going into the Breeders' uh, Cup. He's, he's going to be my bet in his uh, Breeders' Cup race. I like the way he's coming up to the Breeders' Cup. Uh, I, I, yeah, no, no, he hasn't had any, any blips in the screen coming in. John, you got a show not at the top of the hour, but at the uh, 9 o'clock, right? Yeah, we do. Uh, Bob Ike and I will go over as many of these workouts as we possibly can. We'll right. talk about some of the defections. And, okay. uh, yeah, yeah, just try and update all the Breeders' Cup news we can. Things are changing uh, as we speak. All right. Thanks a lot, John, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay. Good luck today. All right. Jerry Jackowitz, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. Yeah, workouts. Yeah, well, they're part of the uh, scenario. They're part of the handicapping, that's for yeah, sure. For me, I don't care about the horse looking good because these are the best horses around. Yeah. So they they really all should look good. I right. care about. We're, we're I look- care about this one didn't look so good. That's exactly. Important. We want to know the horses that don't look good or are not right. adapting to the racetrack. That's important. Everybody right. else should look good. Uh, Go Rocket Ride, by the way, is expected to work this morning at 9 a.m. at the track. All right, uh, Jerry, uh, we got uh, Santa Anita and Aqueduct uh, today, and you got placed up. With a reverse play on your pick yesterday at Aqueduct because of this that uh, crazy disqualification. Well, he deserved to be qualified. He cheated. <laughs> All right, good enough. In any case, uh, the reverse uh, uh, exact. Uh, we should tell for anybody who didn't see the. Horse no, no, we we went through beginning. it. We went through it oh. already. The reverse exacta paid twenty dollars fifty cents, and the reverse uh, fifty cent uh, trifecta paid fifty three twenty five. So yeah, you 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 got it there. All right. Yeah, a little fairness. That's what I like. Okay. Let's go. All right. Let's go. Let's go to the eighth race. We got the dem um, the mother goose. Julia Shining won the Demoiselle as a two year old over the Aqueduct Main Track, mm-hmm. and uh, she's. She, I think this is a horse for course. When she came back as a three-year-old, obviously something wasn't quite right with her. Okay. She just wasn't clicking, and there's a lot of spaces in races. And I just sort of have a feeling that Pletcher's got her together for today and that she's going to run the kind of race we thought uh, that she showed that she could run as a two-year-old. And I think Aqueduct is the, ch- 
track to pull it down. Right. This is a horse for course angle. And okay. I'll take the three horse, but I won't go below four to one, I don't think. Right. Anyway, I like the three. Julia Shining, mm-hmm. the three-year-old filly, race number eight, over the two, four, five, and seven, two reverses. But the three, that'll be my pop-out key and feature play. Watch All right, play. eighth race, the Maragoose. The eighth race on the carded aqueduct, the three is the key. The link-ups two, four, five, and seven in reverse. And now we're going to San Anita. Yeah, let's go to the uh, ninth race here. Um, hit the road. Really came home beautifully last time out. And, boy, I haven't seen that kind of fluid, fast finish from him in quite a while. Mm-hmm. I think Dan Blacker's got him back in back in form and um, maybe forward going here. And uh, I like him a lot in the last race at 8-1. to one, I think he's a fantastic overlay. Okay. I like the one. Hit the road. I'll... You know, seven to two seems reasonable. Three to one in that area. I'll take the one over the two, three, five, and seven. Do reverses, but the one hit the road. Nice evening. All right, easy, uh, and we're trip. and we're about ready to do that same thing on the show. So in the uh, ninth and final race, the lure stakes. You like the one over two, three, five, and seven, and reverse, and that uh, is in the ninth and final at Santa Anita. Don't forget, folks, the full uh, power pages for all of Santa Anita and all of Aqueduct today are available right now at uh, jerryjspowerpage.com. All right, we wrapped it up. One week from today is going to be really crazy, but we'll get yeah. a little crazy tomorrow morning at the same new early start time of 7 a.m. Pacific time. In the meantime, Jerry does have one more thing to say. Go ahead and say it. Have a great race day, everybody. Have a great race day, everybody.